Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. All right, welcome back. Hurt at Sports Radio. Have you checked your watch? It's 930, which means you only have 30 more minutes with us. That's okay, though. If you missed anything on the show, you can go back and listen to the Hurt at Sports Radio podcast page. You can also make sure to tune in to 590 from 4 to 6 today. Catch Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. Um, we'll be back every day, Monday through Friday. And uh, if you're just joining us now, welcome. Uh, ESPN 590, Tri-Cities. We're live on Twitter, live on YouTube, KFOR in Lincoln. She's Anna Bellinghausen in for Ravi Lula today. I'm Andrew Rogers. So I went into break and I told you that there was something about the supernovas that, were, that was brought up yesterday, and it was by... Um, it was by a sports journalist in Chicago, if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. Um, and the tweet read this. Um, because VolleyballMag.com tweeted out greetings from chilly snow-covered Omaha, where the supernovas are super excited. Nice play on words there. Great work there, Volleyball Mag. To play Atlanta Vibe on Wednesday in the pro football or pro football i say that all the time pro volleyball federation <laughs> same thing <laughs> no different thing different <laughs> thing this this ball is round it's got some stripes with some colors on it um the pro volleyball federation inaugural match i can't believe i said that word twice perfectly Oof, was today on the show and um the comment on the post was i don't claim to know anything about pro volleyball but omaha seems like an odd location for the mar- for the marquee franchise mm-hmm. And, you know, that got some Nebraskanites uh, got them upset. going. They, they got them going a little bit. And it goes back to what we were talking about with perspective, though. Because, you know, if you know anything about volleyball here in the state, 92,000 people went to a college volleyball match. So people care. Um, and it made a lot of sense for a franchise to be brought here. Um, and, and, and primarily because it would have instant support. Look, you know, volleyball across the nation, if it, isn't a, if it isn't a volleyball team in Nebraska or Wisconsin or Oregon or Texas, whatever, you're not getting the support for another volleyball team like you are in these states. It's just not there because it's not as prestigious. But the other point I wanted to bring up, too, is if you're not from the state of Nebraska, you do have to you know, sit back, look at the bigger picture, like I've been telling people, and say, well, you know, volleyball isn't looked at as a huge sport for one, and two, people outside of the state just don't know. They, they just don't know. If I did not transplant here, if I stayed in uh, St. Louis, Missouri, and I, even if I saw that 92,000 people went to a volleyball match at Nebraska's football stadium, I wouldn't think that that would have, um, that wouldn't have bled into a pro volleyball team in Omaha. Like, that wouldn't be my first thought. And so I want to, I want to go a little bit easier on the guy that made the post because he did say, 
that he doesn't claim to know anything about pro volleyball. Mm -hmm. Like, that's how he let off his tweet. But then he followed it up with, Omaha seems like an odd location. Now, if you work in sports, you should have probably seen that the record was broken, that, you know, volleyball just doesn't happen at a a football stadium all too often. But I want people to know that outside of the state, they just don't know. They, They don't know how passionate Nebraska is about their volleyball. Yeah, and also if you're not well educated on something, maybe don't say something. But maybe, but but like, it is good to but inform Twitter people. Is all about opinions, but right? yeah, it is about opinions. But it's also like I responded to him literally on the fact that I wanted to inform him of, of hey, no, actually volleyball is really big here because he probably just didn't know, and I don't fault him because. Like you said, Andrew, if I was in, let's say, St. Louis, I might not understand, okay, why would Omaha get a pro volleyball team? That seems random. Well, no, it's not because volleyball is the number one women's sports here. Um, well, because you'd probably think, oh, they're going to get a Major League Baseball team sure. first because they have the College World Series. You're not thinking yeah, about volleyball. you might not. And, and even if, um, like, you take out Volleyball Day in Nebraska, I still think, though, Nebraska in general has such a big volleyball community from the club level, obviously the college level with Nebraska, Creighton, Omaha, all three teams making the tournament. And then you look at the NAI level, you look at the D2, D3 level, and all these teams are good. And it's such a hotbed for volleyball. And I don't think it's, it's just not talked about enough until maybe these past two years. So people are just kind of catching on. And then I think pro volleyball is going to completely blow everything up and, and become the NFL of, of volleyball for, for the United States and it's a huge night tonight obviously with the opener here um, in Omaha so yeah from an outside perspective you might not understand that and he replied back to my tweet and said so when does Iowa City get a WNBA team but I don't think that's fair I don't think that's fair at all because volleyball in general is celebrated so highly in Nebraska in general that it doesn't matter yeah. if that team is well, good or there's a certain Nebraska's player on it. Nebraska's been good for so long. Yeah, it, it's, so you have to you have to look back at history. You can't just say because Caitlin Clark is in Iowa City and she's really putting women's basketball back on the map. Like UConn women's basketball was on the map forever, uh-huh. right? But you're not going to just say like, oh, when is Connecticut going to yeah, get, a get a basketball in team? stores, right? And 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 the same thing with with Caitlin Clark here. Mm-hmm. You have to really look at the history and be like, oh, like Nebraska's won Natties. Oh, Nebraska has been really good for the last. 20, 30 years. Yeah. And so because of that, getting a pro volleyball team is not – when was Iowa City a hot, be, like a, a hot market to watch women's basketball before Caitlin Clark? And, like, talent coming out of that spot too. Right. And, and they've had players, but they haven't had wh- – wh- name me some WNBA players. I don't players. know. And really you can only <laughs> name, like, six probably WNBA players. And they would probably be from people in last year's draft that you remembered from – that, and not that, specific that, that talent basketball season. out of Iowa, too, that I can name, I guess, off the top of my head. That's probably biased because I don't live there. I live in Nebraska, and I can name, obviously, great athletes from here. But I, I think it is unfair because you can't just look at what one person's done for a sport and say, oh, that's why it's so popular there. Well, no, it's not because even if Nebraska, I think, didn't win another national championship ever, I still think volleyball would be as popular as it is. I don't think it always relies on college or a certain player like – Harper Murray or Jordan Larson from Nebraska. Yeah, of course that helps, but I think there's already the support in the community there, and that's why Nebraska gets this team. It's all, Omaha's also a, a bigger market. Like Iowa City is nowhere close to. Well, and it's like a poor you, man's you take argument. that out. Yeah, it's you take a, it's that a poor out. Man's argument. Like he, in a lot of his replies, I saw that he, he, um, he, he drank some humble juice, but 
it, seeing like a reply like that, it's like, well, well, man, you're already you're already down. Like, do you want me to kick you again while you're down? Like, people tell you not to. Don't kick a man while he's down. But you're like asking yeah. to be kicked and while I, you're down. I think it's more of just an informative thing, and I'm sure he learned a little bit about Nebraska and hey, volleyball and how much. If, if anything, he learned that uh, Nebraskans love their volleyball and will stand up for anything in the state. But um, yeah, I don't know. Just I think volleyball is just so big here, and it, it doesn't rely on one certain little thing of Nebraska being good or volleyball day in, in, in the state. I think it has, it's just culminated in so many different ways that you can't pinpoint one thing, but I'm excited to see how it'll grow. And if you don't got haters, you ain't popping. So let's go to the phone. 888-638-4876. If you'd like to get involved, we'll change gears. Talk to Michael. Michael, good morning. What's on your mind, man? Two things, Andrew. A lot of, like, I am basically part of Reach the Summit podcast, and, and we've been chit-chatting a lot about something basketball, and it's been an interesting season so far. Yeah, men's basketball has been re- mm-hmm. really, really good. Um, you know, in the Summit League, I've been looking at bracketology, and I saw that SDSU took oh, overstepped them in the standings, and that's because UNO had dropped their last yep. two. But they've been, they've been really strong for Crutch's second year. Yep, they have been in that game at South Coast State, 14 down, able to cut, to cut the deficit to one and only lose by three. That tells you that they there. And in Kansas City, of course, must have been rusty from South Coast State. And then, of course, UMKC, they kind of mm-hmm. had, had a little more rest, too, which kind of helped out. And then this week with Omaha, they have to go to Tulsa, mm-hmm. Oral Roberts. Tough place to play. And Denver. And... And I've been watching a lot of the – I've been hearing about different so many teams, and all I have to say is some tough road games, and but especially Saturday's game against Denver, that Tommy Bruner guy is just uh, – when he's on, he's on. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's a good player. And you know what? We talk a lot about how Nebraska needs to win on the road. UNO needs yeah. to win on the road. Yeah. They're 1-8 this season on the road. This is a huge week for the Mavericks. It definitely is not going to really make or break what happens in the summer. Again, I think all across college basketball this week will be a huge make or break week. Michael, we appreciate the call, man. Thanks so much. Call anytime. Yep. Also, other thing, Andrew, hopefully you're still around. Hopefully on Monday evening, there's that Mavericks All Access happening at her that sports bar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hopefully I can. Hopefully I can make it. Yeah, please make it for that. And if you don't, say hello to me um, whenever I'm. Make some noise for the Duluth games in early February. Uh, when we come back, let's play a little trivia. Here All right. Heard at Sports Radio.